Oh my God. We have the starseed medium here. This Chelsea Rodriguez. Holy cow. And <laughs> oh she's already, God. she's already in the ether. She came ready in the ether. We've got the Northern lights. We've got a space shirt going on. It is on. It's fucking on. Like, <laughs> can I curse? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. This podcast has a lot of cursing. Um, <laughs> due to me most of the time that is just a, a habit I am working on but who cares um the most yeah. intelligent people curse but the most intelligent people curse you know what you can continuously tell me that because my ego really enjoys compliments like that so thank you <laughs> you're welcome I do it too so <laughs> there we go we're just two intelligent gals but yeah anyway I just want to say, welcome to the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And again, we've got Chelsea Rodriguez, aka the Star Scene Medium, here in the ether. I was going to say in the flesh, and then I was like, well, it is not, but we feel like it is these days, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very, very cool. I'm in my avatar. Yes, we're both in our avatar. Okay, so for those of you who do not know this woman... She does a little bit of everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything, okay? She's also a unpaid hired help to me when I'm going through things. (laughs) You can hire her for her services too. I just happen to be a VIP client. I'm just kidding. Um, Best friend status. Yeah, facts. So get yourself a medium as your best friend. It is absolutely wonderful in so many different ways. So, (laughs) okay. So since I, so since I know what you do, like, I want to hear from your own mouth and with your own words, what you do and why do you call yourself the starseed medium? Is it super cliche to say that, like, I'm just myself? No. Uh, uh, okay, so really, I feel like I just am me every day, 24-7. But for everyone else, that needs clarification. Um, I am pretty much like an ascension guide. So I have learned that my mission on this earth is to help people through their awakening process. So for me, whether that's through like Reiki or my form of healing, which I call quantum ascension healing, or through like life coaching, like as far as ascension guides, through my mediumship to help grief and pain, through like my facials, (laughs) where I incorporate Reiki, you know, everything I'm doing is like helping other people and everything that I'm about is like really like one, making sure my ascension process is, is beautiful and seamless. And, you know, you know, I've been going through shadow work again, <laughs> getting ready for another shift. But it's like, I have learned to integrate my own self and realize when things are coming up so that I can help others. So basically, all of that is me. That's how I show up every day in my life. I'm a really integrated person. So I could literally start speaking light language and channeling right now if I wanted to without even like having to be like, okay, let me think about it for like 20 minutes and let it open up. Right. Um, 
so yeah, I can, I don't know if you've seen like interviews with extra dimensionals on Gaia, but you know, how he's able to ask people like questions through like their point of channeling with extra dimensionals is like a thing that I do as well. So I'm a very multifaceted person, like you said. It just grows more and more every day. I love it. And I feel like you mentioned, you know, you're going through some shadow work, but that just brought up a phrase in my head where it's like, when are we not? When yeah. is everybody not going through something? And it's funny too, because I just want to, I want to preface here for everybody. Um, just my experience with you. Okay. So Chelsea and I were working for a, sim uh, a similar company, the same company. And uh, we met through that. And so what we decided to do, it was uh, Chelsea, our friend Kayla and our friend Lily. And we all decided, you know, why not take a little girl's trip to Miami last year? And so this is like the, the, maybe like, you know, the second time that I really got to see Chelsea in her element. And I swear y'all. Okay. When people say that they're a medium, I am always that person who is fairly skeptical. A lot of people don't believe me when I say that I'm a skeptic, but I, I love to share this with people because I feel like I'm the most open skeptic ever. Like I want to be proved wrong. Like it is something so magical to me about being proven wrong in this area of things. And I think that's why I've always found all these areas super fascinating and why I've wanted to just study them so, so badly. And so anyway, I meet up with Chelsea. We're all at dinner. All of a sudden we're grabbing drinks and I believe Kayla was asking a question and I saw Chelsea's face change when she started channeling so much so to where I was like, holy shit, this girl's legit. Like that was not just like some weird thing that happened. It was like, I saw her face change, her voice change. Like there was some really, really cool, crazy things that happened that night where I was like, all right, I know this is the second time we've hung out, but like you're going to be in my life for a while, girl. <laughs> it was so cool. Accurate. And I think it's even weirder that I didn't realize that happens. And you guys are like, yeah, you've really like just changed like your whole face and everything. Oh, it was so, it, it was, yeah, it was like, I think Lily and I looked at each other like, like, cause we're, we were sitting at a sushi restaurant, like how like 3D quote, you know, <laughs> how like Miami. And then it's like, she just gets this channel about Kayla's future and it was just bizarre and very very cool so you know <laughs> this girl's legit she also is not the only medium in her family is that mm -hmm. correct yeah so my mom is a medium too and like um my a couple other family members are like either like my uncle is very like shamanistic um like celtic shaman um he doesn't post about it much, but he totally is like way into it. And I love it so much. And um, he's always giving me advice and things too, but uh, my mom doesn't really practice much. And then my grandma, it, it definitely runs on my like mom's side of the family more mm. so, but I did, I have heard things about my dad's side too. And like combinations and things that just came true over there. So I'm like, really all of us are intuitive. Like we all have gifts. It's just, 
learning how to work with them and opening them up, activating those gifts. Um, Because like, even you, I'm like, you already know this. Your intuition's already telling you this. Just like, it's just like trust. Like the biggest thing is like trusting yourself enough to believe that you're not crazy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it's like, um, you have to like really break down through your chakras and through your systems and things like that to really realize like, why am I having this limiting belief that's keeping me in this mindset that I'm crazy when I know this is true? Like, this is my truth, right? And when I do do the things that follow, like when I hear something and I follow it and it's like magical, but when I don't follow it, it's like weird shit starts to happen that goes wrong because I didn't listen to it. Right. It's the whole resistance and flow thing. When you really and truly are going with the flow of the energy, everything really does work out just so much better. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed something about myself, which maybe uh, is in tune with what you're talking about too. It's like, I think I like to shake things up a little bit. So when I feel that resistance, I'm like, ooh, chaos. (laughs) Yeah. And not necessarily, I don't, I do not like outer chaos, like at all. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a confrontational person. I'm not somebody who wants to like manifest chaos in my life where like things just aren't going well, but I think mentally, and especially through like integrating a Kundalini practice and meditation practice in my life, it's like the mental chaos that I can create. And then really like, it's almost like Shiva, you know, in Hinduism, the destroyer, where it's like, I want to shake that up so bad that it just ends up getting destroyed. And then I can just start it all over. And I don't know if that's necessarily like the most healthy way, but it's been working. <laughs> it's like Phoenix energy for sure. Like Phoenix. Energy. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Born from yeah. the ashes. Well, really, when you go through like those awakenings and things like that too, you are necessary. Like you are actually, in fact, like, killing off that old version of yourself like so it is like phoenix like over and over and over again even you know if you do make a decision that takes you down another timeline you're still going to get back to the main timeline and just maybe like a little bit longer than like what you thought was going to take you to get there right oh okay so talk a little bit more about timelines because i haven't talked about this on my show yet. And I feel like we always are talking about timelines and, um, you know, what's so cool about my, uh, uh, talking to people on here is that off camera and off mic, we always, every single person has talked about a timeline, but we've just failed to mention it on the actual show. So for everybody who's like, you know, maybe this is just their first little dip into the pond of metaphysical, uh, content. Like, what do you, what would you want to say to someone if you're educating them on what timelines are and what timeline jumping could be? Yeah. So, wow. Where to start? This is probably a question for extra professional, to be honest. So I'll just like ask if anybody wants to come in, they can tell me and help me. Well, um, we love a guest star love. on here. We love a guest star on here. <laughs> I'm so like, every- of the greatest love. If anybody wants to come through and help explain this in like a 3D way, because I feel like I can't really explain it on like a 3D way, if you will. It's like, but I feel like also just go. Okay. So 
the best comparison would be Loki. <laughs> like if you haven't watched like Loki like season, um, that would be like the best comparison like for timelines. And they have a very, very good accurate description of that. Um, and a lot of people like see these things and they have like their own like opinions about them. But I'm like, a lot of this is fucking real. <laughs> You know, a lot of these movies and TV shows are real things that are actually like valid truths um, if you're in like metaphysical world. So it's very simple. Timelines, before you're even here, like your timeline's already written for you. Like it's already set in stone. Like a lot of, like you talk about contracts too, right? So each life you have, you're contractually obligated, like you pick it before you get here because we're, let's just start at the beginning. Okay. okay. I'm gonna build this up, okay. I so, like it. If you don't already know, if you don't already know, and this may blow your mind, so just like take a breath before I say all this, uh, let it integrate in seamlessly, but we are all a part of source. We're all a part of God, okay? And this is something that I've gotten from channeling is that we broke away from stores. We broke away from God and essential um, to have physicality. So really these bodies, these physical forms are like an avatar, if you will, because our soul never dies. Our soul is like old as hell. Yeah. <laughs> we are some old people. <laughs> um, right. There really isn't just like human beings anymore. We are all incorporated with DNA from extra dimensional beings. I call them extra dimensional beings because there's not, there's aliens, not really the best term they like. They like extra dimensional beings. Like aliens are a lot easier to say, not totally offended by it, but nonetheless. But extraterrestrials does not make sense at all because not everyone has land to live on. <laughs> so they're like, we live through different dimensions and there's different dimensions and levels of like alien. But so I was listening to your podcast the other day. So you guys kind of got the theory down already. You guys already know a little bit about it. Like humans are basically created as slave races for Anunnaki and reptilians because this was originally their like planet in a way. Um, so dinosaurs are actually a lot of what you're finding with dinosaurs too. And there's a lot of information, but I'm just gone with it. A lot of what you find with dinosaurs too are actually dinosaur reptilian DNA mix. So um, like, just think about like these, even in Egypt, the tallest statues were real life sizes of Anunnaki. They're not over-exaggerated. They were literally made that size because this is the size of like the gods, like that were there, gods. So, um, now we're done. So. <laughs> we got the chunks and now we're here to Chunks. build the recipe. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so chunks, we're all here. Okay. So yeah. our human DNA was designed as slaves, but we've also been hybridized by Anunnaki and reptilians were one of the first people to hybridize as them. You get 
the Grays, who have also came in, Grays or Zetas, um, they have also came in for hybridizations. I think we've talked about this with you a little bit too. Um, yeah. I love talking about this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Anything alien or like Anunnaki, I won't, I won't get you off track, but it's funny because even in episode two, Dre and I talked a little bit about uh, dinosaurs, but we didn't, we didn't go in as much as we wanted to. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like loving that episode. <laughs> yeah, I kept like wanting to chime into it and like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, so basically, like the grays, if nobody knows about the grays either, so we'll just go into that too. The grays, because it, it correlates with our human lives as well, right? So, the big thing across all extra dimensional all extra dimensional um, levels, all everything is that if you have so much so masculine energy, that techie, that control, all of those things, um, this is basically what happened to the grays. They got so into technology, genetics, masculine, masculine energy, just like go, 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 trying to make the best of this, best of this, best of this, that they lost touch with that emotional side Mm. um they lost touch with the femininity the flow of it so much so that they lost the ability to reproduce wow so when they lost reproduction that's when cloning started so the grays basically started to clone themselves clone themselves clone themselves and only there's so many spaces that you can reclone yourself right to where you just can't live anymore um so they basically sent out this request for help and help was received um, for it. And they were like, hey, we have this test site on earth. <laughs> if you wanna go um, hybridize with people down there, see what's going on. So that's when you get like abductions and things like that. Um, but abductions aren't necessarily like you're being abducted, you know, right. like you were, you agree to it. You may not mm -hmm. be conscious of it, but you've already agreed to it. So where it may be scary now that you're living it, right. you actually agreed to be a part of this like testing and genetic like refigurization. And this goes so, back to the contracts you were talking about, like correct. soul contracts. Soul contracts, contracts before you even come into this world, right? So another thing is like births are portals. So... Mm. I don't know if anybody realizes that, but like my birthday is a portal. Like I do a lot of work around my birthday. Because... I love my birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have two portals in a row, okay? I have that 222 and then the next day is my birthday and it's like, whoo, magical. There you go. So yeah, so that goes all back to contracts. That goes all into timelines too because your contract is basically your timeline. So you have to go through all of these things in your contracts. And if you fall off the path of the timeline, like that's like a nexus event, basically. Mm. So like you can branch off, but you'll probably you turn back to the timeline eventually. And it'll ah. just be a lot more trauma and lessons and things like that. Gotcha. So like, for example... If I was to say in my marriage longer than what it was, then I would 
be off track of my timeline, basically. Mm. So if I was say for like another three years, then like it would have been very detrimental to my timeline if I wasn't intuitive to myself, right? Because I would just put myself in that spiral cycle of downward um, energy, downward frequency to the point where I lost myself again, it would be a lot harder for me to get back, back to myself. Gotcha. So so when I look at like some of my past lives and I'm like, oh shit, I was, I was with this person for so long. And now I realize, oh man, I failed that life. Oh, (laughs) it's funny to think about, but it's not funny. Right. Okay. So I, I know I'm kind of maybe getting you off the the original question, but we, we can sidestep because I feel like right there. So this is something super intriguing to me because I did have a past life reading in September with my girl, Ann Barnum. I have her book right here, the past life perspective. And I was like, I really like, I know I'm intuitive. I know that I can tap into certain things, but my, wherever I'm not able to, to, to do much work right now is like figuring out my own past lives, whatever work that is, you know? So hopefully one day I can be like, Oh, there's like a thousand of them. I just know them, but she helped me dive. Right. And so she helped me dive into the last one. And, uh, that's where I found out I was a nice little Italian man. Um, Chelsea also likes to tell me that I, she knows another one where I was a nice little British man. So apparently I have a theme here. I think that this is the first time I've been a, a woman in a while, but that's okay. Um, so, uh, in my last one, when I was an Italian man, I was never married. I was living a very peaceful life of solitude um, that, that I know. I didn't tap into any relationships in that lifetime. I don't I don't think I probably was like, I mean, I, I don't think I was just like a self-proclaimed virgin. I hope, I, I hope maybe I wanted to be. I don't know. I didn't see myself as a monk or anything like that, but like <laughs> no relationships. So when you're talking about like being in this... Um, you know, uh, getting out of your marriage now and you see these past relationships and how you stayed longer. Um, so basically what happens when, you know, people say, Oh, I found this person again in this lifetime that I was with in a previous lifetime. And you feel that connection, you feel that, um, you know, that very familiar feeling with each other, but how do you know, whether or not, you know, in this lifetime, you've picked someone else versus that same person. Do you just kind of have that contract where it's like, okay, we had our fun and we're done. And that's kind of how you're feeling with this, this marriage now, uh, where it's like, thank you. You fulfilled the agreement. Now it's time to go. Or, or what, what, like for anybody who's a little bit, um, lost on the soul contract thing, like, how would you describe this? Yeah. So, um, soul contract, so for me personally, like I had to wait like months before, like I, when I was told like what was happening, I was like, no, right away. Cause my ego was like, no, you can't do that. Right. <laughs> we want to grab yeah. on. I was like, no, no way. Like, oh, what? And then like, I had to like slowly like realize, okay, yeah, no, this isn't in alignment with me anymore. And lots of work for myself, lots of shadow work to realize my work and things like that which all was like beautiful for me. Like, obviously this happened for a reason, like right. to show me a lot of things. I can also use it going forward with clients and things like that too. Um, but the biggest thing for me 
that I realized, like, yeah, this really ain't it, was that I started telepathically communicating with with another person while I was like channeling and saw visionaries of this other person and saw my life of this other person and all these things. And I have had it confirmed that they're a real person. I just don't know whether I'm going to meet them or whatever. Like there's still like spaces in between that meetup actually happening. Right. So I guess it would say like, you'll know, like, spiritually you won't necessarily know like humanly or physically right gotcha um so spiritually wise that being said it's kind of like um my my um spiritually wise if something's not in alignment with you you know it like your body gotcha. physically is sick when you're around the person. Like you feel like you have fibromyalgia. You feel like like joint pain, tense, fatigue, more anxiety than normal. Like you don't you don't want to go home. You want to like stay out. Like things like it's literally hurting your body right. so much so to the point that you're like, I think I may be a little depressed right now. Right. You know. And that's like your body spiritually trying to tell you like, this is not for you. Mm. But some people just sort of like try to work with, work around it, you know? And that's right. the same thing with jobs, um, jobs and careers, friends, um, relationships, family members too. Because right. some people have very toxic family members and they think that just because they're their family that they should put up with it. But really you don't have to because- right. I will say this. We all come into this world by ourselves. We all leave by ourselves. All right. Like, yeah, we want to have really loving family and friends and, and partners all around us to have that really beautiful physicality, that really beautiful human experience. But at the end of the day, if somebody's like breaking your peace and like being super toxic and like making you lower your vibration so that you can match them and meet them on their level to make them more comfortable, then they probably shouldn't be in your life, you know? So it all comes down to like, you have to trust yourself enough to know that your body's acting this way because it's not in alignment with you. It all comes back to trust and knowing who you are. If you don't know who you are, then you can't trust yourself. Gotcha. Okay. So I heard too, I watched this video the other day. I wish I could remember the guy's name. So I'm so sorry. I don't know this. I will uh, just by the way, to side note, there is going to be um, the, the flip side podcast does have a blog. So anything that I failed to mention here, I will try to tag in the blog later. Um, but I watched this guy's video and uh, he's gone around to different uh, universities in Sedona um, Anyway, this video was him in Sedona and he was talking about soul contracts and he was talking about how too we can write them in this 3D space and we can also get rid of certain contracts by not saying, oh, screw this contract, I'm done with it, blah, blah, blah. That will probably keep it closer to you, but for the way to, to acknowledge and to um, get rid of a contract is to forgive and that was what he was yes. saying. I found that super interesting. And I didn't know if this was just um, outward knowledge 
with everyone about contracts too. So there are like certain points, right? That before we're born and Dolores Cannon talks about this a lot too, where it's like you pick almost like if you have a jar of marbles, okay, I'm going to pick like these four main things. And then everything around that is still the free will, correct? Correct. Yeah, you still have a choice at the end of the day. If you don't want to do something based on your contract, that's why there's different timelines. Gotcha. Okay, so what happens too, if I picked a really big marble, I was like, hell yeah, I'm coming to the life with this marble. And then I get here and I'm like, I don't want that marble. Like, is that going to screw up my timeline? Or can I just forgive the contract and make a new one? Oh, man, that's a tricky Right? I know. I'm sorry. This is a loaded question. Okay. So, wow. Let's think about that one. Can you repeat that again? So, if I picked four big marbles and let's, you know, this is personifying. Well, it's not even personifying objectifying the idea of four big life moments that I want to experience in this lifetime. And before I came down here, I picked those four and say, you know, I've done the first one. The second one's going to come. What if I realize that second one's going to come and I'm like, I don't want that second one anymore. Can you forgive that contract or because you picked it before you were born? Are those kind of more like set in stone or Basically, this is just a huge question about free will, because it's kind of what's been on my mind recently, too. Like, how much free will do we actually have as human beings? Okay. Mm, Hold on. No, I love it. She's getting into the channel, guys. For all of those who will be listening and not watching, she is channeling this answer. It comes in a lot for like DNA activations. Uh, it's like a 12 dimensional mental screen. It comes in a lot for DNA activations. I mean, I see him all the time. He's very cool. Love him. Really fucking tall. Um, <laughs> so he's just telling me he wants to assist. Um, I can never say his name appropriately. Uh, Ashtar, Ashkatar, Ashkatar. It's kind of like something like that. Um, But basically, he's saying that uh, you do have free will. You do have free will. You get to choose what what path you want to take at any given moment in your life. You do have the will and the power to choose the life that you want to choose, to, to live the life that you want to live. And it's all all really dependent on you. So when you asked about free will, yes, you you do come into these lives with contracts in, and you do you do have certain things that you are meant to do in these lives that you live, but you really do have the choices. So if you do choose not to do any of it, you don't really have to do any of it. We don't force you to go back in and change things. You just live a little bit more miserably than what you would have if you if you did go the direction and things that you wanted to go. Um, it does also affect your reincarnation. 
Um, so um, the, there may be a little bit more trouble the next life um, because the life before you didn't live your um, full life. So we give, we contractually give you new lessons to learn based upon like new hardships, if you will, to really make yourself come in with yourself again and figure out who you are faster than maybe you wanted to, um, to go through. Um, basically, uh, Chelsea has had to deal with these uh, very quickly in this life. Uh, it's a little bit more drawn out based on the choices she has made um, in her life, but now she is here and properly integrated into this, this form and this, this timeline. Um, and she was right earlier when she was talking, she did say that she is about to go through another timeline shift and she is, and that is usually when you realize when you are going through a timeline shift, it is because you are experiencing these pains and traumas recurring and coming back up. So it's up to you to figure out if you would like to work through them in this time period to excel to this greater timeline shift to bring in more things that you have been working towards and manifesting towards, or if you would like to go down the same cycle again. So yes, you do have free will, you do have free choice in everything you do. It's just depended on how happy and how, how much more flow and joy you would like to have in your life versus if you want to be in a constant spiral. It's like, uh, how do you say here, like your own personal health? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Thank you, Ashtar. Wow. And I'm okay. back. <laughs> okay. Oh God, he gets me every time when he does that shit. So true. Oh my God. Yeah. He basically just confirmed what I already know. It's just so funny because like as human beings, we love to like resist things and we love to be like, no, just kidding. I want to like live in the safe zone. I want to live in the box. And yeah. I feel like, I mean, you know, the stuff that I've been thinking and going through, I won't go into detail here on the podcast, but you know, I've been like going through this moment of like, why is this bothering me? Like something in my life, like, why is this bothering me? And you did kind of just nail it on the head though. It's like, I think that's what it is though. It's like just resisting that urge to fall back into a previous pattern of like, you know, when we don't live from this heart space of love and acceptance of just whatever anybody else has gone through or what we've gone through ourselves too, that's the whole thing. It's like, oh, do I want to still be that person who has like some judgments I don't like? Then go back down you know, but we yeah. want to raise up. So get the fuck over it. <laughs> like that's right. No, you're good. That's my lesson right now, but that's, so, that just confirmed it. So if I start you know. burping, it's, it's just happening. It's just Ashtar coming out he's like, <laughs> it's like, well, he's got to come out of the body. <laughs> I love, I love like, okay. The other day he came in for, yeah, I can talk. Sometimes it's cool because they'll channel into me and sometimes I can actually talk to them inside me, you know? Which one do you prefer? Um, I like some, 
I don't know. I like both because it's like, oh, my friend's here <laughs> and I can be me and talk to them and talk through them. And then sometimes I like when they do it because it, it breaks me out of my ego. Right. Ooh. So, um, I'm just like, just come in too. <laughs> so I don't have to like, it's not like my opinion. In right. The day, right. I, it's just straight up true facts, hardcore tellings, you know, there we go. Also, so also okay so you don't so you like both he comes through in both ways this is pretty cool um thank you ashtar yeah so the other day i actually did an ethical cord cutting for um it goes like through karmically um galactically like everything right um, this life, last lives, anybody that has a cord attached to you that has malicious intent, I recommend everyone to do it because if you have like that one person that you can't say no to, that you can't put a block around, that you can't mm. put a boundary around it, you just like keep allowing them to come in. Come in. Mm-hmm. Like you need a cord cutting because they definitely have something going on right. with you, right? right. So, um, he came in the other day to assist and I was tripping balls, man. Like, <laughs> I literally, I'm such a sensitive person, right? So if I take an edible, I am tripping like the lowest Oof. amount, especially after doing combo, the lowest amount just like, whoo, like opens me up. Cause I pray over it. I'm like, do what you need to do. Tell me like, do your work. So I turned that on, um, found it on YouTube. Oh, word. If you, if you, if you look up ethical cord cutting for love relationships, it's, it's pretty good. Right. Um, it's like twin flame channel or something like that. It's great. Okay. Um, I'll send it to you for the links. Um, Thank you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have um, done a, I've done a cord cutting myself. Yeah, it's years ago. very powerful. So when I did that, um, I felt like Archangel Michael come in and then I felt his twin flame heal. And then all of a sudden I saw, actually, I, I can't say his name. I saw him above me and I was like, whoa, <laughs> like my eyes are closed. So I can see it in my third eye. And um, I saw him above me. I was like, whoa, hey, what's up? And he's like, I'm going to open your heart, like a portal. I'm like, okay, cool. So I literally like my heart, like portal open. And I just see him above me with his little mantis hands like this, pulling things out of me. Like it was like, literally he was like doing surgery, like around my heart, like removing all these blockages and things and I just felt like so at peace. Like it was like one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. Um, and it felt like, like the literal ocean was like flowing through my mm-hmm. whole body. I like it. Like just clearing everything. And, um, and they also peed in my house for protection. So that's something that happens a lot too. Like what? Yeah, so I don't know, remember if I tell, told you this, but like, oh. um, the, sometimes like if you, well, this is going to get really off topic a, a little bit, but it goes okay. really deep. So you guys were talking about reptilian DNA and how we have 
um, in, in our system, obviously, in your last episode three. Right. Well, I would like to go more into that right now. Oh, we go can. for it. Go for it. I don't care about blacklists. You know where I live. <laughs> also, blacklists too, government. <laughs> they know. They know. Um, so basically, uh, reptilian DNA is embedded into all of us. That's why we have our fight or flight. That's why, yeah. um, that's the main reason why we have fight or flight. And if we never tap into our parasympathetic, we will always be into fight or flight. So we do have those two modes, obviously, and they're there for a reason. So fight or flight is like reptilian DNA, that um, parasympathetic is like our other DNAs that we have for other people too. So mm -hmm. you can actually dismantle your fight or flight if you wanted to. Word. You can, you can, um, there's a, Elizabeth April, she has a really good uh, video I sent it to you before um, where you can take control over the reptilian DNA that you have in you to stop yourself from limitations and blockages and, and always be feeling like you have to fight, fight, fight to get what you want and just, right. instead of just being in flow. It doesn't mean you lose that like spark and that drive and that passion it just makes your life a little bit easier and it makes you be the one that's able to control it versus them coming in and trying to control you in any different way so if you feel like you're not doing a lot of the things that you're wanting to do and you feel like you're blocked by a lot of it you can actually do that to to cut cut them off from you it does take a very powerful person to do this Right. Like you have to be strong in your own personal will and your own love for self to be able to do it. So if you're not ready for that, don't do it because they come at you even harder after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much harder. Like when I did it, it was like instantly I was getting like, boom, 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 boom. I don't like to say psychic attack so much, but like psychic attack, psychic attack, or like, um, new contracts trying to be formed, like with my old relationship, basically like mm -hmm. wanting me to say yes to staying in to something, you know, they, right. they try to get you into these situations where you need to say yes to something mm -hmm. because that's the only way they can get you after you cut like the cords, like to keep you right. in a spiral. Ooh, it reminds me of vampires, you know, how they have to have permission to walk into your yeah. house. That's exactly. a really good metaphor. It's like, if you give something permission with that, yes, it will come back in. Exactly. So like, that's the same thing with like, if you're talking angels and demons too, if you give a demon permission to come into you, then it takes a whole lot of shit to come out. So it's the same yeah. concept with reptilians as well. If you give like them the permission, then you're fucked because reptilians are basically like the Illuminati, you know? Mm. So they're in control of all of this. Like that's presidents, everything. Like they talked, you talked about pawns. There are pawns for reptilians. Yeah. We could go a lot into this personally too. That is episode members. part two. We can do that too. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different things and um, right. things around it. Um, but basically if you allow yourself to dismantle it and you stick up for that power they're going to come after you a lot stronger like I had um flies stuck to the side of my house like mm. a bad moment 
you know, like just mm-hmm. my whole house filled with flies stuck to the side of it. And I usually I would get freaked out, but I knew I just did that. And I was like, oh, hell no. You guys are not going to try to intimidate me. I am stronger than you. I am light. I am love. Like my love and my light shines brighter than all of your darkness and all of your lower vibration can try to bring me down, you know? Right. So I'm like, you're not getting into me. No, thank you. And then, um, you know, contracts coming up to try to get me. They even like, you know, on Instagram too, they come at you with illuminate of light instead of Illuminati. (laughs) Like they try to like hide behind spiritual people Uh, to get to you too. Right. So like they'll bring in new spiritual people that act like really like they're like holier than thou type of spiritual people that act like they're better than you. Those are usually people that are being controlled to get to other spiritual people. That usually, I I feel like that, that comes too with people who love to tell you what you want to hear and then being able to use discernment to be like, oh, this person doesn't actually mean whatever they're saying to me. They are saying what they know I want to hear, but then you'll notice little weird cues within it where, huh, I think you need to get the fuck away. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's so weird. So they definitely come in super strong. So, um, with that being said, like my mantis beings, mantis beings have been like here for me. Hardcore, man. Shout out mantis beings. We fucking love them. I love them so much. They're cool. Is this, this is another interdimensional race for those who don't know. Yes. They are a, um, extra dimensional race. They are, they travel between different dimensions. The one that comes through a lot for me, Akshtar, though he comes through all the time for me, he's 12th dimensional. Um, he's one of my guides and, um, he, the other day I woke up and it smelled like piss, like rancid pee all through my house. I was like going to each of my cats, like who did it? Because, you know, I can tell if I right. like, communicate with my cats and they're like, it wasn't me, mom. And I was like, don't fucking lie to me. Like, I smell the pee. Like, and I looked through the whole house everywhere. Heard. I couldn't find pee anywhere. Nowhere to be found. So I was pissed because, like, it woke me up. Like, it was the that smell woke was- me up. Yeah. And I... I just like, fuck it. I'm going back to bed. I didn't even try to clean nothing, spray a little breeze, going back to bed. Um, I, I like had to be up in an hour type of thing. So I woke back up an hour later, gone, no smell at all. So I had to like channel in and be like, what's this? How is this? Just protecting you, just protecting the house, trying to keep uh, like, you know, everything away you know like the little lizards and stuff they can actually be controlled by like reptilians to get into your house and like bring in the lower vibration of your house and stuff like that too so there's like lots of different like layers to the ship so they were like yeah we just want to protect you because you know they're trying to get to you and they're trying to get to your like ex-partner to get to you so we're just want to protect everything like they even try to get to my cat to get to me like it's just 
it's wild. Like, right. So you have to be very vigilant. So basically, okay. That happens. Okay. So yeah, it's not like it's a never occurring thing. They're always going to try to bring you back down. There's always yeah, they'll something. try to, they'll try to get you in your lowest moments mm. when you're feeling lower vibration, you know, mm. so like me crying the other day, all day. I'm like, they'll try to like, just keep piling on the shit on top of you. Like, Huh. it's very interesting so it's all up to you on like how you react to situations too right. like I acknowledge this as a shadow work like I see it I see this person for the pain that they have like I'm not gonna let it super affect me but it's definitely made me upset so what am I gonna do about it I'm right. gonna set boundaries on that person and tell you how I feel everything I feel and I'm gonna set a boundary and I'm gonna tell you that can't talk to me until you apologize and acknowledge that what you did was wrong. Like I'm not going to let you slide with it anymore. Right. So that's me stepping into my power and not letting it get to me, even though it's really hard. And, you know, I'll talk about the situation for like a couple days after just processing it mentally. Right. But it doesn't mean that I'm still in that lower vibration. That makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. So this is really interesting for me. So I think collectively, and it's almost hilarious too. Um, I think that we have entered again, whether it's going back to the timeline thing, whether we've all entered this one timeline, um, whether it's just that everybody's kind of reawakening to their true power and why that's happening on such a, a rapid level. But it's like the more and more I see and talk to other people, whether they are say, you know, you're, you're one of my friends. It's like, you know, I know you're a medium. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about the people who like, don't think that they have <laughs> any uh, powers, but you know, maybe they just even got into meditation or just into the Kundalini class. And so I talked to a lot of people in that class and July, man, July was I mean, oh, yeah. it's still a July. I just, it's different now because Leo season, I guess. I, I don't know. If I can talk season. about that too. Right. Like th this is the thing is like cancer season was intense for all of us. And for me, it was like, I was sitting there and I was like, why am I crying so much? <laughs> like, what is happening? Why am I thinking these lower thoughts, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, coming to you, talk, asking you how you've been, asking my friends how, you know, uh, they've been, I think uh, Josh, who was on my last episode, we talked about it too, he's in my Kundalini class. Um, we were just like, there was some low vibe thing trying to uh, attack all of us. And we were talking, it was like, well, maybe it was CERN, who knows? And it was that yeah. whole thing, right? <laughs> and it was that whole thing of uh, what you're talking about. It's like, what if, when you're super aware like this, which I feel like most people these days are awakening to that, it is so absolutely uncomfortable and, and miserable to, to use a lack of a better term to stay in that energy. Whereas before, and I don't know if it's just, I don't even think it's getting older because I, you know, growing up, I saw a lot of people who were older and they had absolutely no idea how to tap into this potential in them. So I don't think it's even an age thing. I think it might just be the, the timeline or the you know, the age of Aquarius, wh whatever, where we're all just so much more self-aware. Um, of course, they're, this is to each their own, but it is miserable to try and stay 
in that lower crying thing. Like it feels bad, whether, you know, it's a demon trying to attach to you, whether it's your reptilian brain, whatever. I do at least notice that people are noticing the negative feeling now, whereas before people would sit there and stew in it. And I'm really talking about myself too. In the past, like, you know, maybe like eight years ago, Ooh, I would have just sat there in that stewing, festering, negative feeling. And I would have looked at my outer experience and been like, all of this is to blame. <laughs> when in reality, yeah. it was just a test for me. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, well, like, actually, I would like to point out too that um, this whole awakening process in the last couple of years has, has been very significant with portals. Like, I don't know if you've realized mm-hmm. that there are a lot of portal days, like oh, there are yeah, more yeah. emphasis on the days and stargates opening and portals and things like that, right? Um, so for 02-02-2020 was the beginning of the time and space portal. If you don't know about it, Mateus um, de Stefano talks about it a lot. He's another Syrian being like me. Um, obviously, we came from source fractal, so we're all source fractal, but identify mostly as a Syrian, um, extra dimensional from Sirius B. I've seen myself as this. I've seen like a lot of things I've had recurring lives as one. So that's just my home spot. And that's why I'm so attached to it as well. Gotcha. Um, but he's, um, he talks about it in like his show on Gaia, um, uh, either, initiation I think or journey to remembering I can't remember which one I love it because I watch it and I know what he's gonna say right (laughs) because I'm like I told you to do that (laughs) (laughs) sending telepathic messages yeah like I really I found out like I'm an ascendant master of the Syrian races so um it's like I actually was the person that told him to do it so it's, it's been pretty interesting but so you had that portal that big portal, time and space portal, where it was like basically a big awakening for a lot of people. And if you also look at our generation, how old are we right now? We're all turning 30. We're all going through Saturn returns. Saturn returns essentially are the times where you figure out if you want to awaken or you want to stay in the spiral. Gotcha. That's my personal theory, but it's also been confirmed as well. So Saturn returns, they only happen every 30 or so years, right? Right. And our, our generation of, of us, we are all starting to realize and waken during our Saturn return. Very seldomly, I see anyone my age that isn't with the shit, you know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Uh, At least like my circle of people, everybody's like gone through this huge awakening through their Saturn return. Right. Same, same. I feel myself included. And so that time and space portal, the 0202-2020 to 222-22. So it starts at the eight, ends on the 12, Mm. was so monumental for so many people. And think about it, that all happened during COVID. Right. So COVID was actually planned. Oh yeah. That's it was a whole test. other episode. It was a test by the aliens. <laughs> the extra dimensionals. We failed. <laughs> you think we failed? Not, I, I mean, it just came to me. So I'm just, I don't know <laughs> if I'm supposed to say that. Maybe you should have that out. <laughs> um, but 
okay. It's, it's kind of like, you know, what some people awaken from it. So that's great. But what was yeah. supposed to happen was unity. Oh. And instead, a lot of people decided to bam, bam, bam. Like right. it's a test, you know, at the end of the day, the main part of like the awakening and the main part of the central process is love. Like seeing right. other people from a form of love, seeing yourself from a point of love, feeling that unity between everybody. That's right. ultimately what we're working for and striving for. And you can find this a lot when, when I, go, I find this a lot when I go into the Akashics around Orion and when I channel around Orion, um, planetary system specifically, um, because that was like one of the big, the Orion wars basically was all to get back to that. <laughs> so it's almost like we're repeating the same thing that's happened on Orion now, wow. um, except this human earth, like our earth is a testing facility basically. So like earth is Harvard. I heard this recently too. It's that earth is actually the Harvard of the planets. Like this is the Ivy leagues. You want to learn some lessons, come to earth. And I was like, yeah. okay, well I can see my little egotistical soul being like, hell yeah. Let me get into Harvard, baby. And then yeah, being like, oh, why, <laughs> what did I do? Like, yeah. Just kidding. Like, I absolutely oh, love it. I absolutely love it here. But there are moments like that, you know, where it's just hilarious. You're like, like I've said this before to someone, I, th I think it was actually, uh, Josh's episode. Um, I was like, I definitely believe I would be that person, the soul, like before I come here where it's like, load me up, baby. I'm going to be a warrior. I got this. Like, I want to do it. And then I get here and I'm like, why again, did I not just pick the life path of sitting on the beach? <laughs> like, exactly. You know, it's like every why time did I picked like the holistic parents that, that like are rich or something you know right that thing like why so didn't weird. I just why didn't I just pick to live on on the island but you know it, to yeah. each their own I, I I absolutely love like what I did pick so it's funny that you said the hard yeah thing. well you know like usually the hardest lives are for the most lessons like right. that's what I realized about my life obviously but just before we get to off topic, I want to go back to like July. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. Back to basically, so yeah, CERN started, right? Right. I immediately felt it immediately, immediately. And it's not just Switzerland, you guys, like right. there's totally one in the Midwest. Every time I went to talk about it, it was like Midwest. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Switzerland. They're like Midwest. And I'm like, no, Switzerland. I don't doubt it at all. Like, so I'm like, the U.S. There's multiple, 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 right. multiple, multiple, multiple. But it's like the effects of like all of them running together makes it a lot harder for right. people to come to themselves. And so mm -hmm. your body physically starts to get sick. Like that's why more COVID's going around right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you um there's just a lot of, a lot more shadow work has been coming up. Um, right. people haven't really been wanting to eat. People have sleeping, you know, it's just like your body is like having, I don't want to say a hard time adjusting to it, but it's like, you're going one or the other. You are right. stuck in the 3d or you got bursted into 4d, 5d, right. wherever you were lying, 
wherever you were at, you either went hard left or you went hard right. And right. there's no in between. Because when you felt that, when I felt it, it jumped me. Mm. I had a timeline shift. Mm-hmm. I, like we had that and then a timeline shift. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, yeah. Yeah. So if you think about COVID and how it was meant to divide us and all these things leading up to CERN, CERN is another lower vibrational thing. So when what they thought they were doing is trapping us even further, but what it really did is when that happened, it bursted whoever was ready into right. that next level. Oh my God. So this is so fun to hear because I think I, I can now resonate so much with this because, you know, that's why we, I kept telling you like, it's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's CERN. It's CERN. And I was like, okay. And, and everything in my life, you know, it, whenever I need to learn a lesson, whether it's from like, you knowing something about me or like, you know, a uh, higher being knowing something about me or my higher self knowing something, I always have to know, like, I will come to the answer. Like me seeking it out isn't going to be the, the route for me to take, but it will come to me eventually if I just surrender. Yes, we've been working on that. Um, so what was so funny is, you know, when we were talking earlier and it was like, it was like once CERN turned on, now I can think about it and I can be like all that old bullshit resurfaced that I thought was gone. Because remember, we were talking about it before and then, and sorry to our listeners, this is just like a little private information, but I think that the overall will, will help, you know, will still be, you guys can still resonate with it. But anyway, I was like going through some weird thoughts. And so, you know, Chelsea's my girl that I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why are these thoughts coming up? Like, this is super weird. And I feel like it's outwardly not there in my life, but internally I'm like, I'm very like, like, ugh, it feels like it's sticky you residue. Know. Yeah. It's like sticky residue and my whatever, Akashic record, you know, whatever. And so we talked about it. Then I was like, oh, I'm good. Like I, I got through it, blah, blah, blah. Then now that I'm thinking, now that you said that as soon as CERN turned on, something triggered that like all of a sudden, and I was thinking about it again, but like times 12, I was like, what the hell is going on? And speaking of all of this stuff too, if you're, if you're ready or you're not, um, I do uh, not necessarily pity anybody. That's not the right word or feel bad for anybody. But I do think that if I didn't have the tools, you know, like the tools to help me keep ascending, I would have definitely been maybe stuck in that. You know, if I'm thinking about myself, like again, eight years ago, I would have probably been stuck because now I'm somebody who does Kundalini every day. And I feel like I'm constantly checking in with myself. So now I'm like, oh my God, if I was not checking in with myself the last three weeks, holy shit. But now I feel like even just like three days ago, um, it, it started to wear off sooner than that. But like three days ago, it was like, boom, baby, I'm back. Got my mojo. Like this shit doesn't matter. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like, if you're ready, that shadow work is going to come up and it's that time to finally like get rid of the stuck on pan grease and put it in the damn washing machine. I mean the dishwasher and move forward. And another pattern I noticed as well is that, um, it all happens around. So, um, some 12 dimension channels right now. It, it doesn't all happen around the Syrian star opening, but for my Syrian brethren. <laughs> shout out. Um, shout out my Syrian. 
Syrian sarcasm. <laughs> but for for us, like when because we are our goal, our mission as the Syrian star star system is ascension. And that's why I talk about it so much because Syrians really, we try to elevate the people around us to ascend into their higher power into like higher dimensional frequency. But we also are ascending the earth as well too. So the planetary alignment that happened in July too was a really big one as well. And um, And then there's been a lot of really astrological things happening as well too and so we're actually going to get another timeline shift too like I've been glitching all week my friend who's also Syrian um like me told you about has been glitching as well too um so it's like so simple like I could literally hold this in my hand right now and put it down on the table and I'll look over and it's where I picked it up from Right. Oh my God. Or like, I, I swear I flush the toilet. I walk out, I go back in, it's still there. And I'm like, I flushed you. I flushed you. Or like yesterday, my friend, he was telling me, Chelsea, I'm not, I don't know what's happening every time I hang out with you. <laughs> but this morning I woke up, I walked to the fridge. I grabbed my drink. I poured myself a cup of my drink. I walk to turn on music. I come back and it's still in the container. Like there's nothing in my cup and it's just sitting there on the counter. And I'm like, well, we're about to go through another shift because our, (laughs) because when the serious portal comes back around, there's like another Lionsgate portal happening right now. Right. And um, the Lionsgate portal is open to seeing the serious planetary system. Mm. So us being the people that want to ascend people's consciousness and ascend the Earth's consciousness, consciousness, you'll see a shift again in timeline. So basically, all of our friends and family that are around us will be like slowly shifted into like this new like step, right? Mm. Even so far for me to go to, like, I know I have to go to Egypt in November. I don't know how it's happening, but they're going to make it happen for me. Um, And I have to elevate Egypt. Uh, I have to go to Egypt, Stonehenge, the Vatican, and Iceland. Ooh, the Vatican. (laughs) They're all on the Earth's Kundalini. Oh, of course they would be. Yeah. So I have to go do activations in each place. Okay, love that. Um, and and it's just because I have to like help the earth ascend while we're all ascending and, and moving upwards. Because everything that they're doing to try to suppress us is actually doing the opposite. Right. And um, I don't know if you've heard about the solar flash theory as well. Like that's a huge thing where there's going to be a flash that just awakens all of us and puts the earth into 5D consciousness. So um, that is an actual true theory 
um, it just is not going to happen anytime soon because of the pure will to put us in the box is breaking us out of the box. So um, it's like, as long as we keep awakening ourselves, there's not going to have to be a flash reset, you know, okay. to bring okay. us out of it. Right. So as long as like, they're keep doing this to us, <laughs> like thinking they're doing great. <laughs> And we're Ugh. coming out of it even better and ascending into um, our power. Right. Which is the name of my, my star of seed course. There you <laughs> go. Plug. Um, plug, plug if you away. want to ascend into your power, I'm I start it next week. Join <laughs> um, late, no worries. Right. Um, but basically, I like crash course help people to uh, really figure out why the shadowy work's coming up, really step into who they are, their confidence, their trust, working on the intuition, working on everything like that, so that you can have this greater awareness and consciousness. We work on channeling, remote viewing, um, things like that. So a lot of it, the information will be channeled from like my, my friends. Love it. Um, but that's really basically what it is. What we're here to do is just help people take the next step in their lives to be in their power, to, to remember who they are, to know who they are fully love and trust themselves fully. So they don't have to look at anybody else for those things. Right. Cause I will say this too, and I'm probably getting really off topic and whatever, but um, okay. when you are constantly looking for somebody else to fill your cup for the same thing over and over and over again, that is a shadow work that you yeah. need to work on. And if you don't know that, I'm going to tell you that's what it is. So like, I used to like be like this, I need it to trust you. If right. I did not trust you, I couldn't, you couldn't be in my life. Like I couldn't trust you. If you're not honest, you're not loyal. I don't want you near me. And that's all because I didn't trust myself. Love it. Damn, Jovi, that's deep. <laughs> right it's always some, no it, it's always something like that like it is the it's the same thing too I think for me mine has always been the like oh let me attract like really strange partners <laughs> I'm gonna use that term um bad strange in my opinion uh mm -hmm. because I don't feel lovable so that's what's gonna happen but it's not like I you know we consciously know at the time what is it yeah. and but then you start looking at things and it's like any pattern that you have in your life just like you're saying any pattern whether it's the trust whether it's the love whether it's the health like there's health patterns to confidence for sure i've definitely had a confidence one for a while and yeah. coming into that ooh, coming into any of them oh my god how free you feel um but it is so weird when you get trapped into those little things because you just know that something is off. But if you're not self-aware in any sense of the word, then you just feel miserable and some external factors making you feel that way. When in reality, you might just need to look inside a little bit. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. It's wild, right? It is wild. It's, <sighs> it's wild and beautiful and wild and weird. <laughs> <laughs> this life is weird and I love it you know it's okay you know it's also so funny it's like you know it's the age of Aquarius well some people debate this if it's here yet or not 
I personally believe that if it's not already here, it's definitely the beginning stages or like, you know, in the next couple of years, whatever. And um, I just think it's so funny because when all of like the first parts of 2020 were coming out and like everything was just fucking flailing and like falling on its face, I was like, this is so Aquarius. Like, it's hilarious. (laughs) Because Aquarius is like, let's dismantle everything that we know to be true and create a new way. So uh, that's exactly what's happening, whether it's... uh, political, whether it is uh, personal, whether it's with friend groups, whether it's the way that, I mean, I've actually noticed too, and you've probably noticed this as well, is that just how much love is coming into the planet. I don't know if this is like, not just the the self-love thing, but I'm watching, you know, growing up, I don't know if it's because we watched all of our like, quote, boomer parents, um, you know, everybody was getting divorced. Everybody like hated their partner was like, Oh, like my ball and chain. Like I grew up with that everywhere. Not just like my family. It was everywhere. Friends, families, blah, blah, blah. And now I see this whole thing because I grew up and I was like, Oh yeah, I would much rather be single all my life. Like, it's like, fuck marriage. Like screw all this stuff. Like I've never seen anybody happy doing that. And it's like all this like really, really weird uh, thought pattern with that. And now I just like, and I, I, I definitely don't feel that same way at all anymore, but it's so funny because like, now I'm looking it's like, you know, kids just want to find like their soulmates and like, <laughs> like everybody wants to find their soulmates and like this whole thing too. And, and no knock on like polyamory or anything like that, like to each their own. But I even see just like a lot of that kind of stuff too. Like, it's a really, really weird, like I'm seeing so much more uh, monogamy like around the planet and just like yeah. one love where they can like fill the cup up of somebody else. And I'm just like, huh, this is so interesting yeah. to see. Like, whereas before in like the early 2000s too, it was like, how many bitches can I get? Like how many, like, yeah, like, can I, yeah. it's so wild. Like, it's just such a switch of like, what we've known in our, yeah. I was was literally telling um, somebody the other day, I was like, you know, how do women get fucked up or how did men get fucked up? And I'm like, well, you know, you have a traumatized person coming out of their childhood from parents hating each other. Like it was true for me too. And a lot of my friends as well, but like you have us coming out of our childhood, like traumatized that haven't, that we're told it's not okay to go to therapy, that we're told, like, to hold our emotions and feelings in. So you have this, and then as soon as you get wrong, that person reacts because they feel like you're abandoning them, and then they put their trauma onto you, and then now you're traumatized, so you're going to repeat the cycle, and so it's like now our generation's starting to heal. Right. And now you're getting a healed person dating a healed person and they realize, oh, I don't want to waste your time. It's not working for me. Like, I don't really see us going together. Let's separate amicably. And it's so much more beautiful, like, because you're not like getting like, oh my God, you know, the whole time. Yeah. And everybody else telling you to stay together, like, you know, for whatever societal thing too. Fuck that, bro. Like, you know how many people are like, 
and still today, even today, they're like, what happened? Why is your name changed back? And I'm like, because like, I don't want to settle for less than what I deserve anymore. Like, it doesn't really need like an explanation. Like it didn't work out. It's cool. I have my lessons I learned from it and I have no regrets, no regrets, no regrets, (laughs) no regrets, but like, I needed to learn that so that I could love myself more. I needed right. to learn that. So now I know that I need a partner that's in this like me, or like at least is open to the idea of spirituality. I realized like I need somebody that's willing to move out of the country with me. I need like all these things. So it just like puts things into perspective for you too, when you're like, okay, now that I'm healed, now let me find a healed person to be right. with. Um, because there's another misconception in relationships too, is that like you get attracted to somebody and so passionate and beautiful and, and then you like trauma bond to them and, Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, I need to help them. And you start helping them, helping them, helping them to the point Mm -hmm. where you lose yourself. And then, and then it's like, people get stuck in those cycles when really you were just supposed to help them and leave. Right. Right. You know? So it's wild. There's lots of things we could talk about. I I think I talk about my Kundalini teacher every episode, so I got to get her on here before it's like. I love Kundalini. It's just like, oh my gosh, the best thing ever, huh? Um, But one thing that she says, and I love this because now when I look back and I can reflect, I'm like, wow, that that was happening. So uh, someone asked her a question the other day and it was how do you know that someone's not the one for you when it's like not necessarily just you know you, you may not be having the body thing you know something outwardly uh, a bit that you can use to help you use discernment and she's like watch your finances if you don't make money when you are in a specific partnership it's not the one because that is a that is the most material uh, you know true. It's the most material and visually, um, accurate, uh, what is it? Representation of your abundance level. So if you're not making money and you don't feel comfortable or you're losing money, say you were abundant before. And like, all of a sudden you're just like losing money everywhere you go. Someone in your life, not the one. How crazy. It's not in alignment with you. So you're blocking your abundance. Right. So all these blocks keep coming up. And I was like, that is such a good note because now when I look back, I'm like, wow, I was losing a lot of money. <laughs> Girl, same. Like, I was like, how was I making so much? And I have like literally nothing. Right. And it's like, you're still making, you're making a bunch, but it's like, where's it going? Like, exactly. Like I, what, what, what's happening? And, well, it's like one, also you're like, oh, I'm so stressed out. I need retail therapy. Oh, there's that too. <laughs> I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. So maybe I should eat dinner out. Like, you know, like it's just like unconsciously like spending it because you like your consciousness, like, like you're consciously spending your money because you are unconsciously not happy. Right. Right. So you're trying to find ways materialistically to make yourself happy for the lack of happiness you have in your relationship. So it's like, you don't even realize it's happening, but it's happening. But it's happening. So basically the entire key point of this episode 
is self-awareness. Self-awareness. Self-awareness for everything, man. Because now I'm self-aware that Drizzy does not want to be quiet. I don't know if you can hear <laughs> I can hear He's going off right now. He does this every time I talk to you, actually. Every time. Like, this is just... He is having an issue, y'all. So I wonder, he, I think that's like a spirit. I think he keeps seeing the spirit. Yo, okay. No joke though. Speaking last thing about soul contracts. I swear, Drizzy for me. Cool. That boy, this dog is a contract. <laughs> no, you're so in the best way. I absolutely love him to death, but Lord, have I become more patient. I have become more loving. And I love dogs, but oh my goodness, this little dog has made me realize how much more um, I need to tap into myself and my responsibilities because he needs a little extra work. So, you know, we love him. Same with my cats, bro. (laughs) My cats. Oh, God. Missy's over here, like, super easy, like, just sits. And it's like, Drizzy's like, here to rock your world. Yeah. No, it's like, my girl cats. My girl cats, amazing. My boy cats hate me. I don't know what's going on. Like they don't hate going, me, they love me. What is going on? <laughs> the boy, the boy kitten just refuses to use the litter box. And I know mm. he was trained. Those other ones trained in the litter box. Little so chaos he just refuses. And then Wilson, you know Wilson, he's just can't be told to be quiet. He's like no, always that is the most, say anything. That is the most talkative cat I've ever come across. He is a spirit guide, though. I've seen his true yeah. form when I was in astral, which oh. was um, he's a Palladian, like like you. And, um, oh yeah! Shout out. So side note, um, I get told a lot by everybody else that I'm a Palladian. Yeah, you are. So here I am, and I love it. I'm <laughs> like, all right, there we go. I am. Yeah, you totally hey. are. Um, hey. What? So he's a Palladian too. Okay, so what is, I know we're, we, we've, I think we've gone over like an hour and a half, but you know. Oh, we totally we, have. We do it's, this on the Flipside podcast. Just, just make it into two episodes. Oh yeah, we'll just put the whole thing in school. Um, but, <laughs> but real quick, we can, we can maybe end on this note. So yeah. we didn't talk about Palladians. What, what, what am I here to do? What, oh, are, what, wow. are, what is our race? Because, you know, we heard what the Syrians are here to do. We heard about the mantis. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So you have your mantis that help with DNA activation. Syrians are helping with ascension processes. Palladians are really, every time I connect and channel with Palladians, like I have a Palladian hybrid son. His name's Shept. Shept. Love He's it. so cute. I love connecting with him because I'm like, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but you have hybrid children. So um, there's a really, it's a sidebar. There's a really amazing um, channeler that will connect you with your hybrid children and actually draw your children for you. Oh my God, let me know. Um, I know if I'm a mom. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, he's actually floating over, like there's a lot of starships. Um, that have hybrid children on them. So every time he's like around me, I can feel him and channel him in. And they're just like so beautiful heart openers. Like, I just feel like they like really embody love so beautifully. (gasps) 
We just want to love. Yeah, I just feel like they really embody love so beautifully. Like I've had a lot of like heart opener um, codes come through when I channel Palladians. Um, they are like one of the main spearheads in the Galactic Federation. So um, it's them and the Arcturians are spearheads in the Galactic Federation. And I actually should have Paul, my friend Paul Silva, get on here and go more in depth with the star seeds. Um, oh my God, I'll, yes. I'll give you his contact. Um, I would love to talk to him. That would be yeah, amazing. He's, he's like a lot better at, at, at giving like straight up facts around each star seed race. Um, okay. He, he's really, really great. Um, but um, yeah, like every time I channel Palladians, they're very hard heartwarming very loving um they are they do really want like us to succeed and um unity and love and just like having that better consciousness that better awareness of everything so there's like an underlying theme throughout all extraterrestrial races right extraterrestrial what the fuck extra dimensional races Ashtar's gonna come down and beat your ass for that one Yeah, so there are like uh, a recurring theme around extra dimensional races where they just really want like Earth to be happy. Like they don't like to see the suppression and like the fear and all of those things. Like um, they just really want like us to rise above all of it and, and see everything from a point of love. And that's really what majority of extra dimensionals want for us is just love and unity. And that balance of feminine and masculine, because if you don't have that balance and you can't see everybody from love, you can't flow properly, you can't love yourself properly. So it all goes back to masculine femininity, which also goes back to Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve weren't real people. It's a battle between masculine and femininity mm-hmm. and like that lower vibrational pool to, to fight for which one, you know? So right. it's, it's huh? very, very interesting. Oh my God. I love it. I love all of this. I feel like we've only been talking for like 20 minutes. No, I know. And I looked at my phone like five minutes ago and I was like, how is it? Right. Like what? I know. Shout out to Chelsea. So I'm on the West coast. She's on the East coast. And I constantly am like, I'm texting her and it'll be like 3am her time. She's like, Hey, like what's good what's she doing she's like just talking to my you want to facetime <laughs> yeah just talking to my alien son my alien daughter i was like all right cool let's facetime <laughs> yeah like you want to talk with them too <laughs> oh my god i love it so much well okay so i think that this is a great precursor into some future episodes because i feel like we can just dive even deeper into oh for sure all of this so Anyway, everybody, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. Drizzy. (laughs) Going to exile him soon. Just kidding. Okay. Well, anyway, guys, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today we have the starseed medium, Chelsea. I almost forgot your last name for a second because you're the starseed medium. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I know your last name. L O L. 
All right. So where can everybody find you? You do have that, um, that workshop you were talking about or the, uh, yeah, I have my course, uh, workshop, whatever you want to call it, um, ascendant to your power. And it's starting next week, but it's like a work through, like, you know, everything's going to be online for you. So you can work at your own pace. Like, it's not like a strict set thing you have to do. So where you're miserable that you signed up for it. It's beautiful. Work at your own pace. We do weekly meetings where we practice intuition, practice channeling, um, just talk about what's going on so you guys can connect with each other. Um, I also have a podcast coming out soon as well. Um, also called Ascendant to Your Power because why not? <laughs> why not? And um, I do a lot of healing on TikTok and Instagram that if you want, you can donate for those. Otherwise, you can do privates with me, link in my bio. And I'm just the star seed medium on pretty much everything. So you can find me there. T-H-E-S-T-S-E-D-N-E-D-I-U-N. Because there's scammers out there. So There are scammers. The scammer did follow me. I had to block her. Him. Yeah. Whoever it is. Who knows? knows see this girl is like reptilians (laughs) right they're coming after her because she's that legit like they're trying to take her off her platform so yeah 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 so okay guys thank you all so much for listening in we got a special guest ashtar we should thank too he came in from the 12th dimension thank you ashtar thank you for everybody who joined whoever was in that channel uh earlier and yeah guys this is the flip side podcast and i hope you learned something so we're out. Bye.